Hey, May, how's it going today? Good. Just got back from a long walk with my dog nice. <laughs> so I can get some work done. Yeah, I know how it is. My two are here in this room, so who knows if they're going to bark or not. So you'll have to ignore That's them. all right. <laughs> now, how's, how are you doing getting ready for fourth quarter? Yes. Well, my office right now, as you can see, I mean, it's just been a disaster. So um, I know we I miss doing live stream with you. It's just been so busy and hectic. Busy is good. I'm not complaining. Um, clients are coming back for more and more stuff, especially my wholesale clients. So that's good. I've gained a few uh, in the last few weeks. So that's really good, that's too. Great. Yeah. Um, getting ready to hire a few seasonal helpers. Um, That's smart. Yes. And I'm taking November off um, so I can concentrate on production and just I'm going to end my custom order soon just because I just can't keep up. And so I'll, I'll probably restructure next year and see where I am if I want to keep that side hustle going or not. Because yeah. at, at this rate, it's it's not it's not worth it. Is that, do you just find more joy in doing kind of the, the same wholesale type items or, or is it just because it's too? I think what it is, is, you know, I, I do love doing custom work and that's how I got started. But um, my, uh, I met someone a few years back and we chatted and he specializes in stationery. And so he would draw doodles or whatever and create stationary and then he would go to the big markets and sell them and he eventually said i think if you want to go big you need to stop doing those one-off things and then that will open up other opportunities and that's kind of like what i'm positioning myself although i'm not quite ready to let go of the wholesale one-off because yeah. that's how i got started and i feel like i'm ditching my my clients that have been just coming back for one of those one-offs I don't want to leave them hanging. And so right now I'm at the point where it's almost not worth my time to do the one-off. Yeah. So I'm, I'm finding more, um, believe it or not, joy in doing wholesale just because, um, you know, I'm dealing with, with a bigger client with a bigger turnaround and a bigger, uh, profit volume yeah. probably yeah. Too. yeah yeah and it's just much easier time-wise because i can say this is how long it's going to take and then they pay me up front and and at the end of the transaction you know i do the work within x amount of days i give them the product and it's a done deal so i like that type and then i can position myself or within a month i can i can have x amount of wholesale orders lined up yeah. Um, you know, just kind of like projection wise, I feel like next year, that's kind of like where I'm headed. Yeah, um, that's good. No, it's good that you're thinking about it and you're, you're, this is what your third year, third full year, right? Four, almost four. Yeah. My fourth year. Okay. Yeah. December will be four for me. So I think we kind of both started around the same time. Yes, we sure did. And, um, and I could really use another, you know, another machine another powerful machine i don't know what that's going to be like yeah. i've added a few just like you did um and then i know you and i are expecting something big soon so i'm excited about that new um, equipment coming that's right and so it, you know i'm trying to optimize the time in my shop 
Yeah. Um, and also have a balance of work, family life kind of sure. thing. So, that's always the struggle that all of us makers have, right? That's <laughs> right. And so I, I do love working from home. I love that my shop is here. I don't have to drive anywhere soon. I think that's going to change just because of the amount of work that I'm getting. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely a good problem to have. I don't, I've interviewed a few contractors, so I'm not ready to say yes yet. I don't know if I want to do that to my house. Yeah. <laughs> you just need to do like I did, move to the country and build a shop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we shall see. I mean, I don't know what 2020, uh, 2023 will bring, but it's, yeah. I'm excited for all the new things that I'm learning. I feel like when you're learning something with a fellow maker, it opens up all the possibilities around yeah. you. Absolutely. I will say that, you know, you and I both got our fiber about the same time. And when Lightburn came out supporting the fiber lasers, I mean, both of our product lines just expanded in mm -hmm. that space. And, and I, I laughed like yesterday, I had two CO2s going and two fibers going. And I was thinking, you know, I never would have thought that having, you know, the fiber would have given me such flexibility and new product yeah. line. So, but and, it really does. And not only that, like I always say, I know a lot of people hear me say this. I think it's like the best uh, store-bought co-worker I've ever purchased. Yeah. <laughs> a fast one, right? Yeah, that's it's definitely fast, the case. It's efficient. It's a little bit temperamental, um, but I can deal with it. We have one-on-one -on -one meetings and we have a powwow. <laughs> and, you know, we figure it out. If it takes an hour, two hours to figure it out, we will work through it. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Now, it's always good to be thinking about, you know, where your business is going and where, what you want to do and, and the learnings. And, and even though we're about to go under, you know, we're in fourth quarter, and we're spinning up all these product lines that we're going to focus on, but thinking in your mind, is this working? Is this what I want to do next year? And so, you know, it's always something you should have on the forefront of your, of your mind of, do I want to keep doing this? Is this working? Um, how can I do something different? And that's that true, you know, optimization that we as business owners do and think of. I agree. I agree. I think, um, each year, you know, like Lenny say, uh, said before, like you kind of learn and grow from your mistakes. And, um, you know, I'm not proud of some of them. And some of them really, you know, kind of fueled that creativity level in me. I know there's a lot of competition out there, but I have to like really sit down and dig deep and think about how can I be different? Yeah. Um, if there are 20 other laser makers in my community, how can I make myself known for something? And, and, that's, and that's really hard. I, I think that's really hard. And sometimes you get burnt out. You have, you know, creativity block or you just, you know, you feel so paralyzed because there's so many competitions around you. So I think taking a step back looking at what you're offering and what other people are offering, kind of like, you know, your bread example, your analogy before. When yeah. you go to the supermarket, there's so many different bread types and you always go for a specific brand. I don't know if you're the same way as yes. I am. Yeah, I am. Um, I mean, my kids even know if I buy like something, if I call her outside the lines and I buy a product that they're not used to, they're not even going to touch it. So I'm going to be sitting on a fresh loaf of bread untouched for a whole week just because yeah. they don't like it. Yeah. 
That's absolutely right. And, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to, to talk with you today kind of gets around that whole bread example. And it's really around packaging because, you know, on the bread aisle, it's until you've tried it, it's just bread, right? Yeah. But the first thing that you do is your eye goes to, oh, that's an awesome looking package or that looks good together. And that's just natural. I mean, that's how we are. That's why marketing is marketing, right? And And what I'm seeing now is everyone's trying to one, we have a lot of people new in the space and everyone's trying to market, but what's really separating people is their packaging. And that's yeah. one thing that I think that you excel at. Um, I still have a lot of learning to do in that space. And a lot of it is just because of bandwidth, right? If I spent more time doing it. And so in 2023, I want to really focus on that. But if you had to give advice to new people on packaging, let's say you, someone says, okay, I'm going to buy 20 cups from you, the glass cups, you know, how would you package that and give that to a buyer? And do you, how much do you upcharge for that? Is it an option or do you just do it? It is a built in for me. Um, my, you know, I, I try to source the best products I can that makes sense for the line items that I'm offering. So if I'm doing wholesale, the packaging is different. If I'm doing one-on-one -on -one sale for somebody, that will look different too. Just because for you know the consumer side of things, if, if my wholesaler is trying to put that on a display case or display table, how will that product look like? If it's just naked sitting on the table, yeah. does that look inviting? Obviously, they're going to take one out of the box and have it out so you can see the whole design. But at the end of the day, when a customer leaves your store, you want to have that long lasting experience and, and, and impression. So when, when let's say Alicia buys a cup from me at such and such store, it will be packaged in a cute little container uh, with my information on there. And so let's say the customer leaves and goes, goes back home to their ranch. They, if they want more, they can scan the QR code and that sale goes back to me. Very I nice. Mean, they can go back to their wholesale, to their retail part, uh, friend or whatever favorite store they want to. But at the end of the day, 80% of the clients that I'm getting are from those wholesalers. So even though I love doing wholesale, some of those clients turn into long-term clients in the yeah. long run. I'm spreading the seeds. I'm putting my QR codes out there tastefully yeah. though, tastefully. And then they come back and purchase more. That's nice. That's very smart. And as you're saying that, I'm thinking when someone orders wholesale, do you put your QR code on the actual product or the packaging? Is that how, kind of how you're? Um, so all everything's branded with my, you know, with all the branding that I have on the product itself, even my okay. coins. And then um, the the hang tags, I have QR codes in each one of them. Gotcha. And so if somebody would want to go back and reorder more, they can go and click. And then my store is also hooked up on FAIR. And so if they wanted to scan my QR code, it takes them to my store. And then it just kind of like it makes makes for a synced, in, you know, everything on my on my um, storefront is synced up to my, my fair account. Gotcha. And so my inventory on my standalone website is synced. And so if I'm low in stock on my actual, let's say 
may design store, if they go to fair and they want to buy wholesale, it will reflect that I'm low in stock on that item. So one thing that you, you mentioned that, that I, there's an opportunity in my shop to do more is, is put my brand on everything. I'm not, I'm not consistent at that. And I probably could well, definitely, I, I need to do better. I've, I've purchased branding irons and started to do it. Yeah. I think having the fiber also allows us yes. to do quick branding. Right. I agree. So I think it's something, it's just, it would seem like, and sometimes <clears throat> I'm preaching to the choir here, right? I need to make time out, carve out time for pictures, branding, and packaging when you get an order, right? I think, yeah, I think at the end of the day, if you're starting out, I think you need to have, you know, the perfect ingredient i mean it doesn't have to be perfect because your product changes over time and as you yeah. grow and as you learn it will grow and change um i'm looking back you know sometimes some of my uh, memories on instagram it will pop up or in my google photos sometimes it will pop up and give me memories of what i've done and sometimes i look and i i you know i have to shake my head I'm like i can't believe i did that you know it, and and as you mature as a maker and as a as a you know as a seasoned I guess laser business owner, you can tweak a few things, and so those things will change. But like you said, having good quality pictures, don't take a picture on the floor. Just yeah. don't do it. It's it's not it's not good. Uh, I don't want to buy from somebody who's taken a picture you know straight from their hardwood floor. That's just really awful um because yeah, you know they've been walking on it with their feet exactly and if you if you don't have room that's fine you know maybe buy some inexpensive plywood paint it a neutral color so your products pop and if you don't have room you can definitely set it on the floor and that's totally fine but having a bare floor with your kitchen in the background um it can be done tastefully but i've seen makers that are just doing it constantly and it just it's it's not a good practice. It's not professional looking. And so when you transform that to your website, you carry those pictures over because you're thinking, oh, I'm going to save time. I'm just going to reuse the pictures that I've, I've done for this particular yeah. client. And so now you have product images that doesn't make sense, right? You need to yeah. have consistency in your background, your look and feel. Um, if you want to add uh, Lightroom, um, uh Gosh, presets, you can do that too. If it's light and airy that you're going for, then do light and airy everything. It just makes for a cohesive style, I think. Agree. Um, Agree. And, and you know, to, to get back to the packaging thing, as the holidays are rolling around, when, when I see some of your work and other makers' work who are spot on with packaging, it's almost a gift that you could take and give just as it is, right? I mean, some of the, the the way that you've packaged up your glassware with the with the bottom through thing <laughs> on the front, I mean, it's ready to go. You know, it's yes, and that's kind of like my rule of thumb this year is making it life easier for my clients and for people that are finding me like new to my style of gifting. And so when they buy something, it's ready to go. They don't have to go to Hallmark or Target or you know Walmart and buy a gift bag. It's ready to go. Um, and so even though it takes a little bit of extra time, that little bit of extra stuff really yeah. helps. 
What do you buy all your, your boxes? Is it just you go through Amazon? No. Or uh, at the start of the year, I go through Alibaba and, you know, um, there's tons of different suppliers. A bunch of the Amazon retailers that sell different packaging, they're all from there. And yeah. so if you know what you want and you know your secret sauce, cut out Amazon and go straight to the source or the manufacturer. And if you want to custom design a packaging that's really suitable for your um, brand, I mean, I've done packaging before for different industries. And what we've done, we teamed up with a local print shop. So you can do different routes depending on your budget. I'm more of a, you know, trying to get the best bang for my buck kind of deal. I like those things. If I can source it elsewhere, um, a much reasonable rate, I would totally do it. Uh, I'm not scared to do my own research and shop around. I think you just yeah. need to be brave. It's making me think, you know, I, I have one of my best friends has a, a seafood restaurant and she allows me to sell in there. And it's making me think about, you know, as, as we get closer to the holidays, why not have kind of like you do, with the, the clear front packaging, yeah. you could put a cup in, a small little bow with your branding on it, and yeah. it's, they could pick it up and go to a party or an event and give it just like that, right? Yeah, because you'll never know. Let's say, you know, you're trying to do a pregame at the bar before you had, you know, to meet your girlfriends for dinner or, you know, some sort of holiday party. If yeah. they're at the bar and they see your product and it's ready to go, I mean, that's easier than going to an actual store if it's there, I think people would totally buy it. Um, Making it so, easier for the buyer to get. Yeah, it's a, just an easy grab-and-go item. And so I think this year, that's kind of like my go-to um, idea that um, a, a lot of the people that have shopped recently loved and have received uh, great feedback. And so I've given them option no box or, I mean, you can yeah. have your own packaging the price is not going to change because it's all embedded in there. Sure. So um, they always offer my packaging. So that's you even do it with ornaments that. too, right? Don't you do it with your ornaments? Um, yeah. So ornaments are the same. Um, it's going to be in a clear um, box. Uh, last time I had it in um, gold, um, kind of like drawstring bags. Yeah. Um, but this year, since I'm trying to eliminate wood just because of the expense, I'm, I'm doing something entirely different as well. I'm just I'm just going to be the odd person not doing a lot of wood this year. <laughs> no, I think there's a lot of people in that camp. I've been surprised how much leatherette I've been doing in the last month and a half. And I think it's because of the usage of the fiber and it's so fast. Yeah. But, um, most of my ornaments this year are going to be leatherette just because of speed time and, and what, you know, how much the purchasing, the low amount is for those. And then the turn of what you can sell them for. I agree. And you've really dialed down your leatherette settings. It's just, you know, spending that time with, with that machine and learning, you know, the, the tricks and how to get the best settings with zero cleanup. I think that really optimizes your, your, your time in your shop because then you can dedicate it the extra time you have for other things. Yeah. Um, and so um, I wish my little pedal works, but I, I do love what you found yesterday with the start button. So that's cool. Yeah. On the Thunder, I, I, I hit the start button thinking I was hitting the autofocus. And luckily I had the ornament in somewhat of a right spot because it started going. I was like, oh, okay. 
know your machine, <laughs> right? Well, listen, I don't want to keep you. And I just kind of wanted to bring the topic of, um, you know, fourth quarters here and packaging and, and how, you know, give some advice to, to maybe some new people and maybe even some seasoned people like myself who just need to make carve out that time to make their products just a little bit better. And so this was a great topic to kind of have a little, um, you know, noon coffee chat with. And uh, yeah, thank you. I appreciate all of your sharing of kind of how you're doing your branding and packaging. Oh, thanks. And, um, absolutely. Love, love chatting with you. I know it's been a while. Um, yeah, but... we'll get these back up. I, these are so casual for us to do. And yeah, and, uh, we can just share little tidbits and knowledge. So that's Thanks, right. May. Have a wonderful Bye. day. We'll talk to you later. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye.